Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we jump into this episode, just wanted to make you aware that on our website, bythehood.com, we have a free webinar on an intro to the stock market. So please go check it out. Just go to bythehood.com and you'll get the free intro to the stock market webinar. Take it easy and enjoy this episode. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to everyone who supports anything we got going on. Special shout out to all the students from By the Hood University as well as the youth from the By the Hood Ownership Camp. This year's camp is fast approaching. Um, and as a matter of fact, June 18th, the week of Juneteenth, the weekend of Juneteenth, we're having a black tie event to support our camp. I'll make sure to put the link for that information in the description, but we're trying to make this year's camp bigger and better than ever. So please, even if you can't make it, just do something to support the youth because uh, all proceeds from this go right to the babies to help them get started on their journey. Um, you know, our partner in crown, Corey, is here with me. Corey, what's up with you, good brother? What it is, though. Every day above ground is a good day. Never going to complain about being alive. How's everybody doing? Yes, sir. And as you know, our platform is designed to highlight brothers and sisters who are putting out positive energy. They're doing great work in the community, building businesses. And just, you know, like I said, putting out positive energy. This brother that we have here with us is is, is doing all those things. And we want to make sure we highlight him and talk about not just what he's built in terms of his business, but some of the stuff that he has that's forward thinking. And, you know, let's face it, kind of futuristic, but it's dope. And, you know, it's always amazing to talk to brothers who are who look just like we do, who are doing amazing work. So without further ado, we have our brother Eddie Green here. Eddie, how are you, sir? I'm great. I'm great. I'm happy to be here, guys. Happy to be here. Oh, man. Thank you so much for you know sharing your time with us. We definitely appreciate it, man. But let's talk about your story, man. So you run a number of businesses. But before we start talking about your businesses, let's talk about your background. Where are you born and raised? Where are you from? And, you know, how was your upbringing? Okay. Uh, I'm from Plainfield, New Jersey. Uh, you know, Plainfield is just about 20 miles outside of New York City, uh, primarily, you know, uh, Black City. Uh, I grew up uh, playing sports, of course. Uh, I played high school ball, uh, all state in high school, uh, went away to college, uh, ended up finishing up at the University of Central Oklahoma is where I uh, played college ball at. And, um, you know, just like most inner city kids, you know, uh, same, same, same stories that you hear, raised by a single mom. Uh, I have three older siblings. Uh, Two of my siblings, my brothers are, you know, great influences in my life. Uh, my one brother, my oldest brother, well, my oldest other twin, uh, he's a retired military, uh, very, very strong brother. Mm-hmm. And I have another brother that's a private detective. And those two are really, and, you know, really influential in my life and, and guiding me in the right direction. Nice. And, yeah. So, yeah. So um, when you say you play ball, are you a hooper or you play football? Which one was it? I was a hooper. I played basketball. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, well, you from you from the Northeast, so I kind of sh- I should have figured that. You know what I mean? We we hoopers up here, man. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. That's that's what's up. So um, when you went to college, you, you know you played sports, but what was your like major? What was your focus when you were in college? Like, what did you want to do? So my major was uh, business administration. Okay. Well, quite honest with you, I was one of those kids that uh, you know Central Oklahoma was, was my last stop, and I'm always upfront with, uh, with with kids about you know my challenges of uh, playing college ball. You know, dealing with the business aspect of uh, college basketball back in the 90s were totally different than it was now, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
I always had a you know business mind. I saw some of the things and I didn't, you know, think some of the things were fair. I always voiced my, you know, my opinion. So I was kind of looked at as a troubled, you know, person because I always had an opinion about things and our treatment. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I ended up going to three different schools, but, uh, you know, I have no, re no regrets at all about, you know, the process. Yeah. It's all part of your story. So, um, coming out of that, like, what, what, what was your focus? What did you want to do in terms of business? Like, uh, when you first got out? Well, I knew right away, I didn't want to go overseas and play ball. Cause, uh, at the time, most of the guys that were going overseas playing ball, uh, you know, they, they were chasing that dream, but they wasn't making any money. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I was a young father. Uh, my college girlfriend got pregnant my senior year, so I knew right away I had to go work. And I actually got into the car business. And, okay. and the car business was really addicting because the money aspect of it. Mm -hmm. But I knew I wanted more than that. I, I, I did like the, the business itself. I just didn't like having to go to a dealership. And I, I love the finance portion of it. So my goal was to, you know, uh, grow within the, the finance, the, automobile industry, which I did, you know, starting off from washing cars when I was in college to, you know, being a general manager to a principal owner of a, of a car dealership. And nice. I took that a step further. I love the finance uh, aspect of it. And I got into the, you know, asset-based securities and that the securities actually being auto loans. And I started my first uh, subprime finance company back in 2009. Okay. Yes. So that's a, that's one of your businesses that you still have to this day. Yes, that's one of the businesses that I have to 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 this day. Uh, this is my fourth uh, startup for uh, subprime auto lending. Mm -hmm. What makes us a little bit different? I wanted to be innovative. I was one of the first uh, people that actually brought the technology portion to the automotive industry. Industry, so uh, somewhat like Carvana and Vroom, where a customer can complete the entire tr uh, transaction online. I have a company called Lot to You which is we bring a lot to you where our customers can actually go online, get approved through my finance company, and then choose a vehicle from one of my dealer partners across the nation, mm -hmm. complete the deal online and get the car shipped to their home. Mm, interesting. So let me ask you this question. Um, what states do you work in? Uh, so we are right now in 48 states. Okay. So yeah. I guess the better question is you're in every state except for which ones, <laughs> which ones aren't you in? Alaska and Hawaii. Okay, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> Continental, Continental US. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Got you, got you. Oh, that's 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 awesome. That's awesome. Um, man, that's I've I've never heard of uh, anyone in that business. So you know, now now my my Trust brain me, is going. There's not many that look like us. Uh -huh. <laughs> that portion of the business in the lending part of the business at all. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's 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 a that's a dope story. Um. But you have a couple other businesses as well. Um, tell yeah. us about some of your other businesses that you currently run. So my passion project is my cigar line, True Gent Cigars. And that's, I, that's True Gent as in gentlemen, right? Yes, True Gent as in, as in gentlemen. I, okay. I, I have, I have uh, three sons. And uh, my th people will always ask me, you know, what you want your sons to be when they grow up? Do you want to play football? you want to play basketball? I'm like, no, I just want them to be true gentlemen. I just want them to be fair. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I just ran with that, you know, the, the name True Gent and uh, decided to create a, a cigar brand off of that. Right now, our cigars are uh, curated in uh, Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. Okay. Um, talk about this uh, this love for cigars. and Because 
one thing I recognize about cigars, because uh, someone else told me, like it's it's almost like its own culture. Oh, it, it, you guys, you guys have magazine, you have vocabulary, like it's really its own culture. Where did this love of cigars come from? Ah, uh, it's funny you say that. Like initially, it came from just a status thing, you know, just want to smoke, yeah. look fly, yeah. <laughs> okay. As in watching, can you guys see me? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Right, we we hear good. You. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, it started off as just, uh, you know, a status thing at first. You know, I didn't know what I was doing, uh, you know, smoking it and inhaling and getting sick. But uh, as I, you know, continue to smoke, I started to, you know, to learn more and more about the leaf. And then uh, just the culture itself, the, the networking part of it, and then the brotherhood and the sisterhood part of it. And what a lot of people don't understand, like in the black community, it's, it's growing tremendously. Uh, right now, uh, I want to say I live in Austin. So, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I do a lot of business in Texas, I'm sorry, in Dallas and Houston. And I want to say 70% of the cigar lounges that I do business with are owned by, uh, are black owned. Interesting. Which is, uh, which is amazing, you know? All right. So I take it like, um, that cigar culture provides amazing networking opportunities. Is that true? Yes. Very true. The network opportunities are truly off the chart. Uh, especially for people of color is, it, I mean, it's growing like crazy. Uh, like I was saying, uh, majority of the cigar lounges that I do business with here and just in the state of Texas, at least 70% of those are, are black owned. Mm, that's, that's, that's powerful right there. So you, you got a whole little network just based upon, and that's what I'm saying. When I recognize that it's not just about smoking cigars, like there's vocabulary. Like I said, there's, there's, um, you know, you guys have magazines and meetups and all kinds of stuff surrounding the cigar. So that's interesting. One of the things I want to talk about in terms of your business lines, and, you know, you talked about your, your work in uh, automotive finance and also um, cigars. So you have your own brand of cigar, right? Yes, I do. True. Jim. Okay. So you have the own brand, but you're now also um, venturing off um, doing other things within the cigar space. Can you tell us about like some of the things you're doing in the cigar space? Uh, so in the cigar space right now, we are launching a NFT. Mm -hmm. Has me very, very excited. Uh, I can't sleep at night thinking about this uh, this opportunity. Uh, the feedback has been tremendous. Uh, there's not really anyone doing it, doing anything like this, any NFTs in regards to the cigar space. Mm -hmm. uh, and once I, I did my research and started looking at it, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, a lot of my brothers and sisters of the leaf are in the tech industry. And mm -hmm. The, the fact they're in the tech industry and, uh, you know, they're very savvy when it comes to crypto and things like that. And no one has uh, put it together and actually, you know, create an NFT, you know, for for our culture. So, yeah. First off, I just want to say, like, brothers and sisters of the leaf, that sounds like amazing. <laughs> so I want to start with that. also like a secret society. Yeah. 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 Brothers <laughs> and <the> leaf, right. <laughs> it's like a motorcycle club. But no, but seriously, though, um, Everybody knows who watches this. Like, I have a love-hate relationship with NFTs, right? Because I think that there are some that are amazing and offer tremendous value. I think a lot of them are complete scams. When I was like, you know, talk, when I heard about what you're doing, I think this is a very interesting take on the NFTs because it's not like you're just putting up pictures of your cigars and you're trying you're to sell an NFT for like ten years. You have a whole business plan behind this. Um, and as a matter of fact, I like to bring on your business partners to kind of like dig deep into this this conversation about um, what you guys are doing with the NFT space. So I mean, let me add them into uh, 
here as well. We got we got Mo and a uh, Link Greener in the building. Mo, what's up with you, good brother? What's going on, Jimmy? How you doing, brother? Man, you know I can't complain. Mo, we're gonna have to get you on here to tell your story as well, like on a dolo tip. Um, Link hey, is already Link is up, on here, so some of our listeners yeah. are, or watchers may be familiar with Link. Um, and Link, but well, I want to give you um give you your flowers on the record. We want to say we appreciate you for uh really, coming really. to our camp last year and blessing the youth yes, with the lessons that you taught. That was dope. So I want to say thank you for that too, good brother. Absolutely. You guys blessed me, man. You have no idea. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. So you so you so you brothers are working with Eddie here on um this NFT project surrounding the cigar space. And I talked a little bit about with Link about this because I told Link I was like so what's the value because you you know like you know how some of these NFTs are and he started breaking down what you guys are doing. So um, tell our listeners and our watchers exactly how you guys plan to do something that adds value to this NFT. Well, the, the first thing uh, that we're doing is recognizing an unrecognized group that is extremely influential on both the tech and the, the cigar space, and that is women. Uh, that's, that's big to us. And, you know, it's it's... It needs to be done. And we realize that women propel these spaces a lot more than they get credit for. Um, but also what we're doing is we're bridging the gap between blockchain and education. Uh, a lot of people want to get into these projects and they want to know, like you said, which, which of these projects are just pure crap and which ones provide me with some sort of benefit. And the only way to really know that is through education. So I know one of the first things when we sat down and, and, and started working with Eddie that he said was, hey, I got a bunch of people who will be interested in it, but these people are educated. So if they're not educated on what this is, they're not going to be interested because they're used to being able to educate themselves and not just educate themselves because you can you can Google stuff, right? You can YouTube stuff, uh, but they're used to educating themselves in an environment with people giving them information that they can trust. So our biggest thing was being able to provide a sense of trust and reliability and verifiability in ourselves and teaching them. So we're going to be offering live classes uh, for those people who, who purchase this NFT project. Okay. And that's just one aspect of value is they get classes in, in terms of NFTs. Uh, Mo, can you tell us a little about some of the other things that you guys are going to um, add to this project? Yeah, most definitely. Um, one thing we really thought about with this NFT project, we wanted to really focus on utility. Um, we really understand uh, the love and the respect in the cigar, you know, world and the cigar atmosphere. So uh, one of the things that we're offering for utility is that we're going to send curated cigars to your door. Uh, you get a six month to a 12 month subscription to True Gent Cigars uh, sent directly to your door. So that's one of the first things. Uh, besides the NFT education, the next thing that we really wanted to do besides offer education was ownership. That's what we believe NFTs and what the crypto space is about is ownership. Mm -hmm. So our main push is to allow our NFT holders to have access and ownership of a tobacco farm. Man, a tobacco farm. All right, so we got to talk yeah. about that. And I, and, and I don't want to put this on the record, too. Mo, we definitely want to get Mo back in and tell us because Mo is an NFT wizard, man. Mo, I didn't see Mo um, getting on projects, and I don't want to put your business out there because I don't want nobody looking for you. But Mo, Mo, knows how to, Mo knows how to get to it when it comes to NFT, so we're definitely going to have you on your own. But getting back to this, um, this ownership piece, um, can one of you gentlemen explain exactly what that will look like in terms of this farm and all that? Because that that's i've never seen this part done uh, go ahead Link. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, this is my favorite part. So <laughs> it kind of throwing me under the bus because they're both corporate finance guys and I'm the tech guy. So they, they're teaching me a lot about corporate finance. But um, this project is going to allow people with as little as $400, four to $500 to gain ownership in a tobacco farm that distribute to uh, white label product products to other companies. Uh, not only that, you know, this project also gives those people access to um, discounts from all of our partners in the cigar industry, whether it be lounges, cigar products or cigars themselves. So, you know, they're saving money and making money all at the same time, which is which is great for corporate finance guys. Right. So. <laughs> uh, so. So, yeah, they, they get you know, that much ownership with as little as $400 into four to $500 into this project. And not only that, um, Eddie has come up with the idea of giving them access to, or the opportunity to win an all expense, all expense paid trip to this farm and, you know, putting on a tour for them and everything. So, uh, that's really dope. Uh, I mean, there are four different tiers or five different tiers of people who can get into to, to the project or, or buy into the farm at different levels. And okay. it gives everyone that barrier to entry but it also mm -hmm. gives those investors who hey I, you know i got some money i want something to do with i want to do something with it gives them the opportunity to, to get in on, on this this is a, a 900 just this year the tobacco industry has grossed 900 billion dollars and we're not even going to talk wow. about the side yet because we got more to announce on that but not <laughs> in, the, in, in q1 of 900 billion that's insane um where's the tobacco farm located uh dominican republic so we have DR. DR and we have Nicaragua. Okay, Corey said he want to take a trip. Hey, listen, man, <laughs> Central America has always been good to me. <laughs> All right, say less. We go, we go, we go leave that right there. But um, right. you know, so so in terms of those tiers, though, uh, what would be the the lowest tier? You said it's about four hundred. What would be the highest tier if someone had some more money they wanted to actually uh, contribute to the project? So the highest tier is going to be around. We don't want to give any 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 solid numbers right okay. now. It depend on the first drop, but it's going to be anywhere from eight to ten thousand dollars. Okay. Now, depending upon which tier you get, I guess you get a different NFT, right? You get a different NFT yeah. and you get a different percentage of the pie. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Now, is there a limit to the amount of NFTs that'll be minted? Like, is there a cap? Yes, there is there is a limit. Um, I believe we have twelve hundred that are going to be minted altogether. Uh, but again, that is going to be dependent upon the first drop. Got you. Um, Everything depends upon the first drop. Okay. Now, um, next question I have is, um, have you guys chosen what chain you're going to run this on? Yes. We actually are going to run this on um, the, the Polygon network. Okay. Matic. All right. So Polygon. Got you. Got yeah, you. Man. Okay. All right. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. All right. This is some good stuff right here. I don't, I don't even... Um, I mean... And I'm not a brother of the leaf or whatever, but I might, I mean, you might have to grab me one or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't smoke, but you know, I can, I can make some things happen. <laughs> I, can, I can front though. I can front for the gram. I mean, give me something to the door. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Give me a nice look away pose with the. You know what yeah, I mean. Like, right. <laughs> hey, I, I got to warn you. That's how I got started. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> smoking six cigars a day. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason using the Polygon network though is is for what, what you guys are talking about, just the ease of understanding and that um, barrier to entry. And you guys know, like, 
if you're buying an NFT on the Ethereum blockchain and the person expects to spend two hundred dollars, but then they see those gas fees and it's another, yeah. and they're new, it's like, please. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Um. So Mo and Link, are you two? Are you brothers? Are y'all brothers of the Leaf too, or, or just you know? I know another Link's a tech guy, but I don't know. Are your brother Leaf too? Uh, I'm now because of <laughs> sending us um cigars and telling us all right uh, that you don't know about so so, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, peer pressure give me three months <laughs> okay okay got you got you so i um, usually so only smoke when i'm on vacation so <laughs> um, that's how i treat that's how i treat adult beverage yeah. on vacation you know what i mean, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but but no but this is interesting man I, I love to see um you know folks that look like us trying things like this and, and and um i've never seen anything like this so this is um really first to market you guys are, are doing something really revolutionary um yeah so first and foremost i want to say congratulations on even getting this far with the idea and putting it together because uh, yeah, you already winning regardless of what happens, but you know, we definitely going to make sure you guys are successful with this uh, launch. Um, you know, uh, so this is dope. Corey, you got any questions for the brothers? Man, I got a million questions, but the first question I have is, um, you know, this, the cigar business and the farms and, and um, the locations. So what made you choose those locations as far as the farms, as far as DR and uh, Nicaragua? Well, DR, DR is the biggest producer of tobacco in, yep. in the world. So uh, it, it all had to do with, you know, creating the best cigar that I could create. So, yep. of course, I had to, you know, hit those two markets. But in the future, you know, uh, I'm definitely looking at Africa. Uh, okay. So there, there are some places in Africa that, that produce some great tobacco. So that that's definitely on the forefront. That's going to happen. Nice. Yeah. And the the the, next, the other question I have is, um, you know, is what what in your background brought you to, you know, this kind of business? I know you you know you get the finance and the cars. Like, what brought you to this business specifically? I'm just a serial entrepreneur. I mean, there has been other businesses that I've done. I, I've been in the the liquor industry in the past. Uh, yeah, I own my own beer company at one point. Uh, I just it, because of my passion and my love for it. Uh, you know, being able to create a brand was able to you know, give me the opportunity to, to work and have fun at the same time. So it, it was just a no brainer. And I, you know, initially when I started, there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me that, that was, uh, you know, creating cigar, c cigar brands, but now it's truly growing within our community. And so that was a big part, you know, anytime I get a chance to be a disruptor of uh, any industry, I, I try to take advantage of that. Like I did. <laughs> In the, you know, in the automotive finance space. And that's why I wanted to jump on this NFT because this is definitely a disruptor in, in the cigar space, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, it is. Nice. So, so, so like you guys have already broken down a lot of the ways you're going to add value, add utility. Um, what's the future look like for, for true gent? Because this is really revolutionary, but what other ideas do you guys have for Drew Gen? Drew Gen? If you if you can if you can share anything with us on some of the things, look at most smiling. So I know I know y'all got stuff, I know y'all got a bunch of stuff up this sleeve. But uh, you know, if you can share, what are some of the things you guys are looking at doing to kind of expand upon what you've already started? Mo, all right. Since I'm the one smiling the most, one thing we didn't mention was the Metaverse Cigar Lounge that oh, yeah. we are uh, in in process of creating uh we want to um 
well, Link talked a little bit about our Cigar Lounge, uh, Cigar Lounge partners. You will be able to get discounts with these drops with our several Cigar Lounge partners. But as we create this uh, Metaverse Cigar Lounge, you will also be able to gain access to uh, that lounge and, you know, be able to... No. The vendors. Is it be on, are you creating your own uh, land, or is it going to be on a, a, a like say sandbox or some another land, or is it your own? How how is that working? Late. Oh oh my bad. I, I thought I was muted. Uh, no, it's it's um it's actually going to be our own decentralized um, metaverse. So we're, we're we're working together with a another melanie company uh, who builds metaverses. Uh, some some brothers that you know at, at DYO. Uh -huh. Ah, uh -huh. okay. Say less. I'm not gonna say much, but um, big ups to Jay Johnson. That's um, our bro. That's our bro. That's our that's big our bro. Love him. So uh, he is going to be partnering with us, or he already has partnered with us, I should say. And we're building out this metaverse. It's a completely decentralized metaverse. It will be the cigar cigar life metaverse on its own in and of itself. Now it can yep. be plugged into other metaversal worlds like Decentraland and the Sandbox. However, we're going to stick strictly to our own um, for the for the first part of this because only cigar life NFT holders from the inaugural launch, uh, which will be on May first will be able to get access to this. And a lot of what Mo was saying was, I mean, think of what Subway is doing and what Walmart is doing and Wendy's, wherein you can come into their metaverses, you can order from them and it'll be sent directly to your door. Well, you'll yeah. have the same opportunity with TrueGen, uh, but you'll get some of those, you, you'll have access to some of those white label cigars from your own farm. Uh, but you'll also have access to the many other partners that Eddie has created or made over his, his his tenure in the cigar industry. And so they'll have their own metaverse-like booths in uh, the cigar lounge so you can come and pick up their products and have them sent to you. Man, that's that's so forward-thinking. And let me ask you this question because you've been in this business for a minute and you've built those relationships. When you when you start to talk to them about these newer ideas, what what kind of response do you get? Are they excited or are they like, Eddie, Eddie must be on drugs. Like, what's the response? What are you talking about? Think that I was, uh, that I was crazy. But I was really shocked how, like, I mean, right away they got it. They were like, "This makes sense." You know, even the ones that, you know, they're not super, super savvy in regards to NFTs, but they had some idea of it, and mm -hmm. they saw where it was going. So, and the fact that it's something that's, uh, that you know, that they love, that you know, something that they can relate to. So, I mean, they've been pushing me hard, like, oh, you, when is it dropping? You know, I'm ready. I'm ready to invest. So I was really, really, I was really, really shocked that uh, they really took took to it really well right away. Yep. Man, this this is dope, man. So so the official launch date is, uh, what's the date? May 1st. May 1st. May 1st. And how can uh, folks get information about the launch and, and get in tune with what you guys got going on? Uh, they can go to the C Cigar Life nft.com mm -hmm. uh, so excuse me it's not the it's cigar life nft.com that is our website it will give them full-on information on how they can register for the class it is very important that on mint day they do not go to open where we're going to have the nfts um but they they register through our um our form that we're going to have on the site uh so that they can have their class first and then we will send them the nft they will not have to purchase it 
they'll register, pay for the NFT upfront using their regular debit card or credit card. And then we will send them the NFT during class. That is going to be very important because number one, that helps against them getting hacked. Um, number two, it helps against them purchasing the wrong thing and losing their money. And number three, if you don't understand something, you, you, you know, you shouldn't be trying to jump into it head first. Yeah. Uh, I'll help. So that will be um, the class will be given by infinite digital management by professionals who are in this space every single day. They make their living from this space. It's not an enthusiast telling you what they think about it. <laughs> <laughs> data that we'll be uh, presenting to them. And it'll be very easy to understand. We teach children, yep. we teach elderly, we teach everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And that's, that's why we're in this space. I also, I forgot to add guys, the metaverse industry, you guys know what Bloomberg is saying. The metaverse industry is going to be valued at in the next, what is that? 18 months. Do you guys what's know? The, what's the valuation? They said $863 billion. Wow. You have a cigar lounge with a <laughs> billion dollars in just one quarter, $900 billion tobacco industry. And then we're going to make a sandwich out of that and put it with the metaverse industry. Uh, it's just where you need to be. And you, you get in the class <laughs> to get into these industries and do what you need to do to make the type of gains that we've been seeing. No, listen, what you guys doing uh, is, is amazing because again, um, when you broke it down for me and I didn't even know all this, like we, I, I said, okay, I see what you're doing because again, I, I'm just like you, you know, I'm in DYO. Shout out to everybody from DYO. And, and we're looking at ah, stuff yeah. every day. Coach. <laughs> and because we're looking at stuff every day, we see a lot of trash, right? Yes. We see, see, we see some good stuff, but it's a, it's a lot of trash in NC space and stuff mm -hmm. that doesn't add, yeah. add any value, any utility. So when people say, I got an NFT project, I'm always like, okay, what you got? What do you really have? Um, but what you guys are doing is, 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 is amazing, especially with that piece about owning a part of the farm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never heard of anything like that. This is this is all uh you know fresh ideas. So you know, congratulations, gentlemen, on this, man. Um Eddie, Eddie, I have to ask you this before we get you out of here. We ask every guest this question. Um, from where you started, uh, you know, you talked about your upbringing to where you are now. What would you say has been your biggest hurdle in, in life or business to get you to where you are today? Initially, my biggest hurdle was listening to others. So it took me a while. Break that down. You said, so your biggest hurdle is listening to others. Break yeah. that down. Yeah. So just, yes. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just can't share your dreams or your passions with, with certain people because you got dream killers out there. Mm -hmm. So I realized that. Uh, so, uh, you know, my, uh, my advice that I give to people is just, uh, I mean, you're going to have those people that try to deter you from, from your dreams. And those are just the wrong people surround yourself by other like-minded people mm -hmm. and then things always sent, uh, tend to fall in place. Oh man. Great advice right there. Yeah. Also, last thing I want to ask you is this though. Um, do you have a favorite book or any book that's inspired you along your journey? Oh man. If it's more than one besides that's my book, I don't want to plug my book. Oh, listen, you're an author too. Tell us about your book. Tell us about your book. Yo, Eddie, Eddie got it all going on. Tell us yeah, about your book. Yeah. So my book fell up is truly about just uh, you know, uh fell forward fast, man. And that's what I'm all about, you know, just you know, turning those failures into successes, not being ashamed of your failures, you know, and learning from them. And that's pretty much what my book is about. I mean, I, I encountered so many, so many failures, what people will call failures in the past, but to me, it's just, uh, just education, you know? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I would say me going through that process of writing my book really, really helped me. Uh, there are some, uh, 
some other people that I truly look up to, like Damon John. I, I love his books that he put out. Uh, even Fifty Cent, believe it or not, you know. Yo, that's like a running theme on this on on our show, right? Because, and again, I know our audience is like, yo, you keep saying this, but it's the truth. I think Fifty Cent's bibliography is better than his discography. Yes, Fifty Cent got some of the coldest business books. To yeah. the point where I'm like, yo, I might like his cool. books better than his music. Like, yeah. real talk. Like, 50 got some cold business books. Like, um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so thank you for sharing that as well. Um, yeah. Before we get out of here, though, I do want to say this, man. Mo, I'm getting you on the record. You promised to come back for your dolo uh, so we can break, you know, your whole story down? Yeah, man. No doubt. No doubt. All right, I'm all right, all right no doubt. And Link, man, yeah. listen, we, we appreciate you, good brother, as always, man. Um, We love the work that you're doing. I want to say thank you again for pouring into the youth. Because, uh, you know, your class was powerful. They, they, they talked about it when you left. Like, oh, you know, Mr. Link was awesome. So I um, want to say thank you again on the record for that. Um, because, you know, we asked a lot of folks, hey, you want to volunteer to help us with the babies? And, you know, some show up. Like, some yeah, don't. great. Yeah, sure. But, but you were there. So I, I want to <laughs> say, I wanna, you know, definitely want to give you your flowers and say thank you for that. Um, right. And Eddie, man, your story is amazing. Um, you know, because I've, I've talked to several folks who, you know, Thought they were going to the NBA. Let's face it, a lot of us, right? We play college ball. We just automatically all of us think we're going to the league, right? Listen, me and Jim thought we was going to the league. When yeah, we man, but you know, but it is what it is. But listen, I spoke to some kids one time um, in a high school, and I asked the I asked the gentleman, I'm like, you know, what y'all plan on doing? And all of them said they were going to the NBA. And the craziest part is not one of them even played on a high school team. And they still thought they was going to the league. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of our young brothers and sisters, like, they have league dreams. But the point of me saying that is um, you you found out, you found your way. And yeah. you created multiple businesses and changed lives. And now you're doing something really revolutionary. So, you know, um, we're glad to have you on before this thing blows up because I can see where this is going, man. You got the you got two smart brothers with you that, are, um, you know, and I, and I can't wait to see where you guys take this cigars. Yeah. And, I mean, brothers of the leaf, man. That, even that's that's even fire right there. I learned that too. Yo. Brothers yeah. and sisters of the leaf. We can't brothers and sisters, of the, brothers and sisters yeah. of, brothers of the and leaf. sisters of the leaf. Yeah, that that's, sounds like it sounds sound like we need to make a crest in. in, in <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And right. get swords <laughs> and get ready to battle <laughs> people. Like a Game of Thrones type thing. Joust somebody. <laughs> but no, I just want to say thank all three of you brothers, man. Um, this has been a, a great talk. Um, we appreciate you. And for the audience out there, make sure you check out what they got going on. May 1st is the official launch day. So get in line. And, um, you know, we're going to put all the links in the description so you can go check out what it looks like, sign up. But remember what he said, do not do not go right to OpenSea because you got to get these classes because you get an education as part of this as well, right? And, and, and you know, education is paramount. So you guys just make sure um, you check out what they got going on, man. And uh, I just want to say thank you, gentlemen, again. Absolutely. Um, Mo, I'm going to hold you to that, bro. <laughs> uh, time, man. I'm, I'm here, bro. Gotta get the book fell up. Oh, that's right. That's right. We're gonna put the link to that as well. We're gonna put the link to all that, right? <laughs> Listen, right. um, the links for everything they got going on, we're gonna make sure we put it in the description as well as the show notes. So check it out. Also, um, social media contacts, we'll get all that there as well. Um, before our audience out there, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we'll see you guys in our next episode. Peace. Peace.